we will begin with the uncontested candidates, uh, and then we will move to the contested candidates and have a bit of a debate with them. Uh, so um, we're going to start with uh, um, with the uh, with uh, having an uh, opening remarks. Uh, re opening remarks. Uh, you're going to have two minutes uh, from uh, just the uncontested candidates. Hello, everybody. Um, thank you so much for coming out. It's great to see a couple faces out there. Um, I just wanted to introduce myself. I'm Justine Amen, and I'm running for the SGPS president position. Um, before we get started, just wanted to thank the um, SGPS um, elections team that put this all together and everyone for coming out and helping record. Um, so just a few things about myself. I'm a first year master's student studying epidemiology um, in the Department of Public Health Sciences. I also did my undergraduate degree here in sociology and a certificate in gender and sexual diversity. Um, you might also recognize me from around campus or the Sexual Health Resource Center where I work as director. Um, and I'm just super excited to talk to you guys tonight and get to a couple questions. Cool. Uh, I'm Anthony Lomax. I'm running for VP Community this year. Um, just want to echo what Justine said. Thank you to everybody who had a hand in organizing this. Uh, and... Um, I guess I can also tell you a bit about myself. I'm um, a PhD student in the Cultural Studies program here at Queens. Um, I am the current social commissioner for the SGPS. Uh, I also have some other uh, student government experience. Uh, I've worked um, in my program currently. I'm running. I'm running the steering committee as student co-chair, and I'm also um, a past representative at the York University Graduate Students Association. Hi everyone, uh, can you hear me? Okay, uh, my name's Tamara Midorer. I'm currently a second year law student here at Queens. Um, I previously have a Bachelor of Science and a Bachelor of Nursing. Um, I did work as a nurse for a little bit and that did give me some exposure to um, some accounting and um, financial management um, in one of my research positions. Um, as far as previous experience with student governance, um, I am currently the Law Student Society's SGF, SGPS rep for this year. Uh, hi, my name is John Jaratnam. Uh, I'm a, a second year law student at Queen's University also. I'm running for a VP professional prior to coming here. I didn't come straight from graduate. I actually worked um, accountant. Hello. Uh, the reason I'm running is uh, I think I have a, a deep understanding of what it is to be a professional student and also what uh, professional student need uh, professional students need when they're moving back into the workforce, which is why I, I think uh, I'm running for this position. I'd also like to take a moment um, and express my condolences to Kobe Bryant and his family. Uh, thank you for your time. Do you want me to speak? Or are they gonna do their class? a great question. Um, 
and one of the ones I prepared for, which is very exciting. Um, so I think uh, the greatest strength of the SGPS is the members itself. We have over 4,000 members, graduate and professional students, and I think um, hearing what they need, their input, and uh, participation in events like this is super crucial. So I think the greatest opportunity comes from our greatest strength in the way that I would love to see more participation and um, further involvement and engagement with members and programs and activities such as, um, you know, our elections programming. Um, <clears throat> so I think, you know, it goes, it goes hand in hand. We have tons of strength in our members and all the opportunity is there. We just have to see how we can bring it out. Cool. Um, I completely agree and had very similar points. Um, I would say, again, biggest strength um, is definitely the talent and expertise of our members. I would say that really came across for me when we had QBAC uh, conversations. Um, I think you could really tell that there were a lot of um, interesting perspectives and, um, and also a lot of um, intelligence in the room, which I think is really, really cool. Uh, unfortunately, I just think that maybe that is a bit of an untapped resource. Um, and I think our biggest opportunity is, um, as Justine mentioned, more participation from the community. I would just add, um, I think there's also, as part of that, um, definitely um, an opportunity for increased political engagement as well from the SGPS. Um, I'd say, for instance, QBAC is a great start, but that was a response to a request um, by an external organization. And I think um, divestment only really works uh, when it's partnered with a much larger uh, portfolio um, on climate change of different actions. Um, I think we could be a lot more proactive in seeking out, um, I guess, solutions um, and engaging politically. And I think that could also have a large effect on participation um, in SGPS. Um, so I agree with both those points. Um, for strengths, I definitely think that our members are one of our biggest strengths, but in order to kind of point to something different, um, I'm going to just say that I think my answer to that question of what is the biggest strength is what the SGPS offers. It really does offer a whole range of programs to students. Um, it provides a health and dental plan. It has a um, robust bursary program. It collaborates with um, the various faculties. So I think just what it offers is generally one of the biggest strengths. Um, as far as weaknesses go, I do agree. I think there is a lack of participation and knowledge on the extent of members of the SGPS. Um, definitely, even just at this meeting, you know, there, uh, or at this debate, there's a lack of kind of members showing up. Um, I know for me personally, when I was going around to get nominations, there were some students that I asked, and they were like, what is the SGPS fee? Like, some people have no idea. So I think that's definitely one of our biggest weaknesses. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I think I echo uh, what my colleagues have, have said. I, I think the student body that the SGPS represents is the greatest asset that we have. Um, obviously, having over 4,000 doesn't make us very small, but it also, I think, makes us nimble enough that uh, if we want to take action, we have the, the, the body and the population to take action. 
Um, I think another strength that is overlooked oftentimes is the fact that we are graduate students, so we are a little bit more mature and we are a little bit more cognizant of our own needs and, and uh, what we need in order to succeed. And I think a as long as those needs are addressed and being met, uh, I, I think the, the, our body can actually uh, have a, a significant influence in the changes that are occurring. And uh, sometimes these changes are external. Uh, for instance, the budget cuts that we're facing and um, uh, the, the different environmental initiatives that we're taking. And I think we need to come together. I think we need to have dialogue. And in order to do that, I think there is definitely a great opportunity to, to bring people together and, and make sure that everyone's at the table and, and, and there's consensus. And I think we can build on that. Uh, using our, our student body through the SGPS. Thank you. So uh, we're going to move on to candidate-specific questions. Um, so first, we have a, a question for uh, Anthony, the, the finance candidate. Um, the SGPS currently has a healthy surplus. Uh, what is your position on this, and how do you intend to deal with it during your term? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Tamara, Tamara is the uh, finance candidate. Um, thank you for that. Um, so I think that's great that we have a healthy surplus. Um, uh, I definitely want to keep it that way. Um, so part of what I want to do with that surplus is continue to invest it responsibly. Um, I want to make sure that um, that money is continuing to generate interest that we can then use to put back, uh, back into the SGPS and towards its members. Um, another thing I would like to do is use some of that surplus and um, give it back to the students through um, an increase in uh, bursaries. And uh, we are also, uh, believe, in the process of redeveloping the JDOC. So I would maybe like to use some of that money to um, put towards the cost of that. So um, this is uh, Anthony's uh, question. Um, so um, as our community continues to grow both in numbers and diversity and students' expectations of the society and their school evolve, how do you see the SGPS adapting to meet those changing expectations as it, as it pertains to your role? Uh, so I'm just again going to um, talk a bit about how I think the uh, SGPS could be a bit more politically engaged or more proactive um, in response to increasing diversity and, and other things that Matt mentioned. Um, I guess uh, I would start by saying that um, Jeremy actually at our, uh, at our recent meeting brought up that um, the last time I, I, this is just coming up because it's a recent um, thing uh, that's been going on in council. But the last time that uh, divestment came up, um, we barely there were barely enough signatures to get that um, even moved forward. 
um, to the trustees, whereas this time around, I think there were 1,700 signatures or something, or more, maybe more. Um, so I think that signals that there's been a big cultural shift, and um, that's something that Jeremy pointed out as well. Um, and I think that um, we need to be able to recognize these things and to proactively look for ways that we can engage. So maybe going to what Tamara just said, um, perhaps some of those investments could be around renewable energy sources. Um, I think there's a lot of ways for us um, to be proactive as well in the community. Um, specifically, I think that I could, um, in this role, reach out to uh, leaders um, of different clubs uh, who focus on maybe cultural identity, um, things of that nature, see what we're doing that, um, or n are not doing, um, and, and maybe, I guess, get a better sense of maybe the people in our community who aren't being um, reached. Uh, part of something that I've been thinking a bit about, um, even just the title of the position that I've taken on, VB Community, um, kind of suggests that there's only one community which I kind of think is um, a bit of a problem. I think that there's actually a lot of different communities being represented by the SGPS and that intersect with the SGPS in a lot of ways. And I think finding out who's being erased um, is an important part of my job and something that I'll definitely take pretty seriously. So we have a question for our professional candidate. Um, the working group of graduate student success recently noted that there is significant room for improvement for professional skills development um, as, as, uh, as for Queens. Um, how would you leverage your position to improve this for professional programs? Thank you, Th that's a great question. Um, <coughs> So uh, I definitely think that the professional students have uh, a different set of circumstances that they face from, from the graduate students in the sense that they're looking forward to entering the, the work market, the, the job market, for their, with a specific set of skills that they've developed. Um, I think what I can do as VP professional is find um, areas where there's a mutual need for development. And, and like you mentioned, um, so, so some of these areas I found, uh, especially through the recruit that I had to go through this year, is that there are some soft skills that, that these groups need. And, and there are some uh, skills that are not necessarily taught by the specific faculty that they belong to. And I think by leveraging the, the resources that the SGPS had, has, we can uh, come together, uh, listen to those needs, identify those needs that um, are similar amongst the, the various professional groups. And if, and if some of those needs are not similar, we can find ways where, uh, or I'll be able to find ways where we can find, um, we can get people from one faculty to help out people from another faculty. For instance, uh, interview preparation or just sitting at a table and having uh, dinner and things like that. And, and I think those are things that I'm excited about as a professional student because I've noticed them in my program that they are, there, are room, there is room for improvement and, and room to do better. And so that's, uh, those are some ways that I think I'd be uh, able to mitigate those needs. 
Thank you. So uh, we're just going to take a uh, three-minute intermission so to get a drink or anything like that. intermission um, thank you uh, thank you uh, thank you all to all of the candidates um, who, who have uh, answered so far we're now going to be moving on to the contested candidates um, uh, on the uh, VP uh, graduate role um, so we're going to start um, with each of you uh, doing some opening remarks for approximately two minutes Hi, my name is Courtney Bannerman. I am a PhD student in the Department of Biomedical and Molecular Sciences. Uh, I am currently in the H2PS as the graduate student senator, where I've served in that role for the past year. And I found it's been super informative to the challenges that graduate students face and also being able to see kind of the behind the scenes look to how the School of Graduate Studies and the SGPS and the Senate and the board all kind of intersect and connect with one another. Um, during my time as Senator, I've also sat on the Queen's University Board Senate Advisory Committee as well as the Cyclical Review Committee. And I was invited to sit on a working group looking at graduate student financial success. So I am really hopeful that I'll be able to continue to serve the graduate students of Queens in the VP graduate role. Um, thank you all for coming out and thank you for the organizers for organizing all this and buying all the pizza. So yeah. Uh, good evening everyone. Uh, my name is Rohit Shukla and I am uh, pursuing PhD in civil engineering. And so I came in Queens in 2019 and just after my coming, I have seen a lot of issues uh, related to me, related to other students. That what compelled me to to take some positions in uh, to help graduate students. So I became a, a, a rep, uh, SGPS rep from my department, civil engineering, and then I'm also a steward in PSAC 901. Like and there I. I put on the grievances of research assistants and teaching assistants of Queens, and and I'm also assistant at Queens University International Center, so where I see and help uh, all the international students coming all over the country, all over the world, and help them in transforming their life from their home country to Queens, and I'm on, and I'm also. Uh, president of a club, graduate club also, so so that uh, because I have seen a lot of less participation of graduate student on Queen, so I thought okay, that's a good way to start that to to increase their participation on campus, to start a club and and involve them in the activities, and so after all my these experiences, I see that there are a lot more issues still uh, still 
we need to fi figure it out. So for uh, taking care of all that, I thought, okay, this would be a good position for me to start and help the student. Thank you. Okay, um, so we're gonna move on to our first question. Um, please tell us what you consider as the biggest strength and biggest opportunity for the VP graduate uh, portfolio. So for the biggest strength, I definitely echo what my colleagues have mentioned about the diverse range of skill sets and expertise that graduate and professional students bring to the table. And I think an an another amazing thing for the SGPS is our members of our are of a very diverse age range. So you get people from a lot of different walks of life and a lot of different viewpoints. So there's so much experience that we can draw upon. I think also an amazing strength that the SGPS also has is the number of services that we offer our graduate students. Just this past year, we've had the creation of the Graduate Peer Support Center, which has done a great job of offering students just somebody to listen to when they're going through some difficult times. And we also offer our members financial um, bursaries and grants for when they're financially struggling. Um, I think one of our biggest opportunities that uh, is lacking in the VP graduate portfolio is offering our graduate students uh, greatest, greater opportunity for per professional development. I think a lot of times uh, graduate students, I can speak for myself on this, we often get trapped in kind of our research positions and don't often think about sometimes what comes after graduate school. And I think it would be really amazing for the VP graduate portfolio to include a little bit more in terms of professional development for our graduate students to ensure that when they do enter the workforce or whatever kind of career they choose to um, pursue, that they are well prepared and they also know of all of the options available to them as well. Thank you. What was the question? Okay, so as all of the other members have told that our biggest strength is the number of students we have on board, like 4,000 in number. So that's our biggest strength. But what I feel is that uh, since we don't have uh, this, like we don't have say on this, we can increase definitely increase the number of SGPS member. And the other thing which I find good about SGPS, they have a lot of good thing, uh, like they have bursaries and, and they have dental insurance and and they are also trying to like uh, uh, lobby for the more graduate space on on campus. They have uh, they have also initiated uh, mentorship program also like advisor mentorship program also. And so these are very good thing which have been initiated by uh, initiated by SGPS. And I would like to if I get select elected, I would also like to work on that. And the other thing, the opportunity which I see is that. Uh, I think uh, there is a lack of outreach from SGPS side, like even though this is a very big event for us that we are having a debate for a, a, sp a student representation, but we hardly see any participation from graduate student. This is the very, very main criteria. I see that 
students are not coming uh, in, in a big number for our SGPS events, for SGPS elections. Uh, it would have been very nice that if we would have uh, like more numbers, there, would, there wouldn't have been any uncontested positions. That, that's a big challenge ahead for us, that how we can increase the participation of graduate students, that every position we have from the next year have at least two or three contested elections. That would bring more, more diversity and more, more like, I think, more student participation. And the other thing is that I see uh, less number of engineering participation on, on, on the team. Like if I see, uh, I don't know what's the reason, like very less in engineering students come on board or contest election or participate for the events. So how can we do more that their participation is also maximized? And I see that also uh, that international representation is, is almost nailing the board on, on the table, how international students can be more involved in the, on the SGPS, because they also bring a lot on the table. Their side of view is also very important for us, because uh, the student who is an international would bring a lot more on table and tell his views and opinions and what are the issues he, is, he or she is facing. So I see these are the opportunity and challenges for SGPS. Yeah, so like Matt said, we have seen a really almost exponential growth in our international students here at Queen's, um, and they come facing a lot of different challenges that a domestic student wouldn't face. Um, in terms of representation, I, of course, am a domestic student. I um, also am specifically from the health sciences background, so I can speak to kind of my challenges that I face um, as a domestic student in the health sciences background. But like you mentioned, there is a huge diversity in our members in almost every kind of category in terms of background, the country of origin that they come from, their age, their degree, um, what kind of their job goals are after the fact of when they finish their graduate degree. And I think one of the very important things that the VP graduate really has to do is to listen to the people who are in the roles that they are representing. So making sure that as VP graduate, you are listening to your international student commissioners or the international student working group here on campus, um, as well as listening to mature students or uh, graduate students from different backgrounds. Leo has done a lot of really great work over the his past two years as VP graduate in trying to engage more of our departmental reps from around the school. And I would really like to continue that work as well because I think it's hard to represent students if you aren't hearing from them. So as VP graduate, I really want to try and reach out to as many departmental student groups as I can and hear the challenges that they're facing so I can best represent um, them and make sure that the challenges that they're handling end up getting solved or solutions are made for them. Can, can you repeat the question again? Yeah, okay. So I'll, I'll start with one of my experiences which I, uh, which, I gone, which I have been through. So when I came here, so I, there was a group working for international student working group. So their main agenda was to work for the international student tuition fee. So I also got involved with them and then I 
I came across a lot of domestic students, a lot of international students. They, they, they were lobbying that they were saying that there should be an equal tuition fee uh, apart from whatever the uh, background is. So, and I met a lot of students and they told about the, these things uh, and they, they were from all over the department like professional studies or engineering or the arts and science. So I, I, I heard about them and I, I have heard about their financial instabilities also. And the other thing is that I'm also uh, I'm also working as a, a steward in 901. So there uh, there is a representation from all over the department, whether it's a professional law and or arts and science, engineering, medical science. So I have seen and I have I have been to all the meetings and have seen all the grievances and and, and the the issues they are having. So uh, basically, I know what are the issues and and the problems which uh, the different departments are facing and. Even though I'm not personally in, uh, in, uh, personally involved with them, but I know their major concerns, and also I have also already been following the SGPS uh, uh, reports, and, and 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 so I have seen the reports of um, like Leo, Jeremy, Uchita, and all, on, and I've seen I've gone thoroughly there all their reports and all what are the activities they are doing, and I would like to congratulate all the SGPS member. And they have done a remarkable job, and I have seen their commitment and effort. So, just I would like to build on the the work which have been done um, by Leo because I am in the in that I'm I'm in that position. So, and the other thing is that, and and I as I also emailed you once that um, why not MBA student are involved in the SGPS? You might be knowing that because I have a representation of a graduate student as I'm a president. So I see a lot of student from MBA, MMIE, law, professional, all of graduation from all of our department come to me and they say about their, their issues. So that's why I emailed you, Matt, once, like why MBA students are not involved in the SGPS and how can we do, what can we do that even though they are also graduate students, they can come also on the SGPS. So I have been across all over the department and I have the understanding their issues and so maybe I would be able to tackle. Thank you. I think something that's really great from your platform is your commitment to um, reducing the discrimination between international and domestic student tuition. I definitely agree with you on that. I think it's a huge issue that Queens is facing, especially due to our increased uh, enrollment of international students. And I know that you've done some amazing work um, outside of the role of VP graduate as well in terms of the Queen's University International Center, the International Student Working Group. So I really commend, commend you on that point of your platform. And I think no matter the candidate that ends up getting voted into the role, um, graduate students will be well, well represented and um, will have a fantastic VP graduate to represent them. Uh, thank you. So uh, I have, like, I've heard whatever I've heard about Courtney that she has been already working a lot for the for the student here. She she's representing on Senate, and she she has been continuously, apart from her research commitment, she has been continuously doing a lot of work uh, for the Queen student. So I would just like to congratulate. And apart from whoever wins, uh, it, the 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 main goal of this position is to to serve the Queen's graduate student. So it doesn't matter I win or the Courtney wins. I think we vote equally take care of the graduate student so i would just like to wish her all the best and uh, and, and and i've and i've seen whatever i've seen her work and i i just gone through the queen's journal 
and her interview then i i got to know more about her and i think uh, she has done a remarkable job and uh, and and her time commitment and her 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 uh, like uh, her liking about the the issues and and so i would just like to wish her all the best and hope for the hope for the best thank you In terms of my favorite semester, um, this past summer semester was a really good one for me. I mean, of course, it's summer. It's grayed out. The pier has recently been renovated. Lots of great swimming, lots of great activities. Um, but yeah, it was just a really great time. I was entering into the Senate position, and I was really excited. I mean, I'm, I'm still very excited about my Senate position, <laughs> um, but very excited. There was a lot of uh, hope and just really looking forward to joining the SGPS as more of an executive role. Um, my research was also really going well, so that's always a bonus. Um, but yeah, I guess this past summer was really great, and here's to maybe another really good summer coming up. So. Uh, for me, uh, it's, it's hard to decide because I come from a country where the temperature is always on plus side. So I would definitely not choose winters uh, as, as for sure. But yeah, I think I like summer here more. But but the the thing is that uh, I see a lot of less student on on campus during summer. So that's a demerit of that sort of period. So I would choose definitely fall. It's my best semester. So that I see a lot of student, a good vibe. And the weather is also not that cold. So for me, I think fall is the best time for me. Thank you. So we're going to have a candidate-specific question for Justine, and then we will carry on to audience questions. So, so Justine, the SGPS provides a number of services to our members. Please describe whether you would, you, you would intend to grow the services offered or rather instead focus on enhancing the ones we currently have. Thank you so much for coming back to me. This is great. Um, I also just want to touch uh, base on one thing that we overlooked at the beginning, and it's that uh, Queens is located on traditional Ashinaabi and Haudenosaunee territory, and we're grateful to be able to, you know, conduct this uh, election platform here. Um, so I think it's possible to balance both growing what we currently have and um, working to. Uh, enhance or create new services to fit the needs of our students. So um, a great example of it is what was done this year. So the creation of the Graduate Support Center. Um, it's been a wonderful addition to the SGPS and I'm super excited that um, it exists now. 
Um, and I think that was done while maintaining the other services that the SGPS offers. So the peer, uh, peer academic advisors, um, the SHRC, uh, financial assistant programming, um, and so many others were maintained while the creation of this new program happened. So I think it's really possible to balance both. Um, and I think it would be a goal of mine to maintain what we have now as a service slate under the SGPS, as well as listening to the input of um, graduate and professional students of, you know, is this uh, meeting your needs? Is there anything we can do better? And how can we do that? And, you know, go from there. Um, so maybe we'll just go down the line with this question. Um, so I think um, one thing that I think we could engage with a little bit more is our social media presence. Um, it's a huge way to connect with a diverse group of individuals who might not live near campus. They might not come here every day to see the posters and um, physical materials posted around campus. They might not be able to come and visit the SGPS office to figure out what's going on. You know, email blasts sometimes get lost in the craziness of emails, um, especially if you're receiving several hundred or whatever a month. Um, so I think it's really important to leverage social media in the way that um, quick bursts of information, um, you know, super specific and um, directed, will be able to get the information out quickly and effectively to who we're targeting uh, without having to put more work on the graduate and professional students um, when they're trying to, you know, um, engage with the SGPS, they shouldn't have to work harder to be aware of what's going on. It should be easy, and I think, you know, a quick scroll through ad on Facebook is probably the easiest way to reach folks without adding to their workload. Um, I think I'll try to stay specific to my position. Um, in my response, I already mentioned political engagement, which I actually think is a, a huge and very important way that we can um, create some more interest in the organization. Uh, I think the SGPS tends to stay pretty neutral on a lot of subjects, um, which I think um, can be a bit of a problem. Um, and I think is one of the reasons maybe why there's a lack of engagement. Um, but I might also say, I think the, VP community position, um, I think SGPS members could um, also benefit, uh, I think, from considering some of those commissioner positions um, and, and what those might entail. Um, so um, I know this year we've been working on, on that a little bit. Um, as it stood at the beginning of this year, the equity, international, and social commissioners were all in charge of creating events. Um, which has kind of shifted uh, now a little bit to con maybe having international and equity commissioners be more um, advisory roles. So, and, and I think that could actually really, really help um, as far as events go. Um, I also think there tends to be a bit of confusion on the part of students. I think Tamara brought this up, uh, especially, um, you know, 
SGPS kind of gets lost in a sea of acronyms at Queens. Um, it, what's the difference between SGPS and SGS? And why is there an SGS orientation event? And how is that different from an SGPS orientation event? Um, I think we're actually working a little bit um, this year to maybe try and have some more conversations with other organizations on campus around how orientation is run, which I think um, can be a really effective way to maybe just make people a bit more aware of the organization as well and um, why we're important, what we do specifically. Um, stick with that for now. Um, so I'm going to try and stick to my role as well for answering this question. Um, one of the goals of my platform was actually to increase transparency. Um, now that being said, the SGPS does have a really great website that I think is very user friendly and they actually do already post um, the audited financial statements. So information is right there, it's accessible to students and to the public. However, I think a huge problem is that students, uh, like Anthony was saying, don't know what the SGPS is, um, so they're not necessarily going to access the website. So I do think that social media is a great platform and we need to use it um, a little bit more and maybe a little bit more effectively. So I definitely think one of the ways that we can do that um, like tying it back to my role is to um, like what was being said to do kind of like short little snippets highlights of maybe some of the th stuff that um, the SGPS is spending money on and I think one way to effectively do this is not necessarily to post it uh, strictly on the website but to maybe uh, target um, uh, specific Facebook groups. Like I know for Queens, we have the Queens Law Facebook group. So um, if we can somehow engage um, information on those platforms, it might be a little bit more effective. Oop. So I think uh, definitely agree with all of the points that were just brought up. 100%. Uh, sticking specifically to graduate students, I think that on campus we can be sometimes a really fragmented group. A lot of us are in different buildings, on different floors. There's not a lot of communication between one another. Um, and I think one of the things I found when I was coming around to get nominations is I had some people ask me what the SGPS was. So I think that kind of suggests that maybe our users don't really have a good understanding of what the SGPS is, what it stands for, and what we do for students. Um, so maybe increasing our users' knowledge, because it's hard to get in involved with something if you have no idea what it is. Um, and perhaps, like, the you, Tamara talked about the uh, law students having a Facebook page or a Facebook group specifically for them. I wonder if somehow we could create like a Facebook group for graduate students specifically and that could help um, increase knowledge of events that are happening on campus and just help increase our user engagement because I think a lot of times, especially for me, sometimes the SGPS emails will go directly to my junk folder and I don't always see them on time, so maybe using other forms of social media to reach out and disseminate knowledge to our users would be really good. Um, I see 
I see a lot of issues why SGPS is uh, uh, there is a lack of S participation on SGPS. First, I would say that uh, that uh, even though our even though our website is good, but I see a lot of scope is there that we can improve our website because I have like I have been to like more than four or five ins uh, institutes and uh, universities, and and I, even though I have. Recently, I was in MIT, and I have seen their uh, graduate student also board, and I have seen there is a scope that our website can be very drastically improved, first of all. And the other thing is that, um, Courtney mentioned, is that sometimes our, our emails go on the spam folders, and the we are not aware of all the, the SGPS information. So how can we do, what can we do that the SGPS uh, emails are being taken care of in a, in a serious way that it doesn't go to the uh, spam folder or whatever that uh, students get notice of what, what are the activities we are doing. In that regard, we can take the help of SGS, School of Graduate Studies, like we can take whatever help from them that people take notice of the SGPS. Other thing is that uh, even though our uh, Facebook uh, page and everything is being doing good, but I see still uh, we can do more to maximize our, our outreach, like use the platform departmental. There are a lot of departmental graduate student Facebook page, or there are lost, as, as Tamara mentioned, that there is lost student also Facebook page. So utilize all these resources to maximize our, our outreach because there are representation from all the department at our SGPS uh, council. So uh, tell, like, take the views of all the student uh, uh, SGPS representatives at what we can do to maximize the outreach from your department and whatever. And even, even I have see, I see that, if, uh, that the, the SGPS representative doesn't convey all the SGPS uh, minutes and agendas to their students, even though they are having a departmental meeting. But somehow, it, it should be taken, it should be prioritized that a, a student who is a represent, SGPS representative from his, or, uh, his department, uh, he should convey all the minutes, agendas, and, 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 and the important uh, issues which were raised in the meeting to all the students. Uh, because in my meeting, whenever I go, the, I see, even though I try to convey all the messages, but I see uh, there, there should be more taken care of like what SGPS are doing. So we can push on that. That, Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely espouse what, what my colleagues have already stated. I, I think uh, the SG, SGPS can do um, a, a lot more in, in just being visible to showing the student body what, what exactly the SGPS does and also being transparent in showcasing the budget and, and uh, making sure that there is accountability and, and the students are aware that they have skin in the game and, and they have something at stake here. Um, but I think uh, one of the, the biggest um, uh, places where there's opportunity is for the SGPS to be more consistent instead of just coming at the very end and, and uh, this is not a dig at anyone, but you know, instead of just offering pizza but also being very consistent and, and showing that the SGPS has all these various services and, and uh, resources that are available on a consistent basis will allow the students to eventually realize that um, this is an organization that has a lot of influence and it, it's a place where things can be done to uh, add resources and come together and build on uh, what we've already accomplished so far. So I think consistency is a key factor in making sure that, that students come and acknowledge the fact that uh, the SGPS can do for them if they participate in it uh, more uh, fully. Thank you for your answers.
Um, our next uh, question comes from uh, CFRC, um, and this is sp uh, specifically for the um, VP uh, graduate um, and VP professional candidates. So um, you you each um, represent uh, your own respective grant uh, graduate candidates. However, um, there there is overlap in your jurisdictions at some points. Um, like uh, for uh, through law students, for example, and med students, uh, how do you plan to address this and work together? So definitely, there is overlap uh, between our positions, and I think our respective students in each of our uh, portfolios have a lot to give to the other side. Um, so I think one of the really big, really key things that need to be done is just making sure that there's open and honest communication between the two groups and making sure that, you know, if there's an event that the graduate students are running that maybe professional students could benefit from or vice versa, that those groups are included in that so that everyone can, you know, gain skills that they need. Um, and I think, you know, whoever ends up getting elected into the role, although your role is uncontested, so you will probably be in that role. <laughs> um, I think it would be great if we could set up, like, some sort of weekly or monthly meetings, just making sure that we continue to be on the same page and that we continue to help each other out um, the best way that we can. Yeah. So I would agree with uh, Courtney's point, but just to add on one point, like, when there is a team, team's representation is that on the basis of collaborating and cooperating each other. So even though he's representing professional study, he's on the team with us. So we would like to collaborate and cooperate with each other in whatever sense we have. We would like to, like I would like to, uh, like as as Courtney mentioned, like a weekly meeting or a pay or Facebook page or whatever we can interact with each other and take care of the issues which he's he's facing and his student are conveying to him and and we can like collaborate and cooperate with each other and work on the issues, which I could. Thank you. Um, I definitely am a strong believer in consensus building. I think you can do a lot more when a lot more people are on board and they're all agreeing to it. Um, and, and yes, uh, we are a little bit distinct, but I think uh, there are more similarities than not. And I think a big part of it is coming together as team leaders and, and making sure that we're listening to each other and we're finding areas that uh, where, where there's a good uh, a match where, where we can really develop and we, we can really do something. And I think part of that is listening, and I'm very keen on being able to listen and, and hear uh, not only the, the professional students, but also what my colleagues have to say, because uh, I think together we can achieve a lot more than just being divided and, and trying to solve problems. And uh, a big part of problem solving is making is finding um, is going outside the box and finding solutions, and, I, and I'm sure my colleagues, wh whoever is, is successful, is going to be able to bring that um, different viewpoint and, and, and bring those ideas to the table, and, and I'm looking forward to it. So uh, this is a question for Justine, the presidential candidate. Um, so this year, uh, the SGPS had a higher opto rate um, than the AMS, um, and do you, so. Do you so? Given this, um, do you do you feel that you have a duty to represent um, those members, even though they're not fee-paying students? Um, and this is given that the uh, the appeal um, is denied uh, at or 
other card doesn't doesn't go through. That's a great question. And yeah, like you said, it's given that um, you know the student choice initiative appeal goes through and this still is an issue in the coming year. Um, so hypothetically, if it is, I think um, it's very important that the, the SGPS doesn't isolate or um, you know, not represent uh, students just because they've chosen to opt out of the fee. Um, it's important to understand that there's considerations other than just simply, you know, opting out just be, uh, because the heck of it. Um, there's financial considerations. Some uh, individuals can't, um, you know, afford to pay fee after fee um, in addition to, you know, um, regular life expenses and tuition and things like that. Um, so it's important not to leave anybody behind. And I think um, our services are doing a great job in the way of, you know, not asking your um, the majority of them are not asking your uh, SGPS status um, to use the service, um, especially if it's an essential service like uh, the Graduate Peer Support Center. Um, and I think moving forward, we need to make sure that we're listening to everybody regardless of whether they've opted out or not because those voices are equally as important. They've chosen to come to Queens and um, I think it's our duty to represent everybody regardless. So it doesn't appear that we have any more questions at this time. Uh, so um, uh, I'll allow you all to make a, a concluding statement, um, and and uh, then uh, we w uh, then the uh, debate will be concluded. Um, so I'll just keep mine short and sweet. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming out and for planning the event. Um, I'm very excited to have the opportunity to represent you. So I hope that when the voting starts on Tuesday that you take, you know, your democratic right as a student um, to put your vote forward. And, you know, I look forward to any opportunities the future spring. Um, yeah, I'm going to also keep this short. Um, thank you, everybody who came out. Um, I also wanted to thank uh, the executive from last year um, and also um, commissioners that I worked with uh, and am still working with and the current VP community, Uchita. Um, I think that I'm very much looking forward to just continuing the work that we've been doing. Um, and I think that it's been a really pleasant experience so far. And I'm looking forward to keeping that going. Um, I also just want to say thank you to everyone for coming out and for organizing this event. Um, I'm also very excited at the opportunity to take on the role of VP Finance and learning from our current executive um, council. Um, I will just briefly summarize um, what my platform is. Um, so first, I do want to increase transparency, like I mentioned, um, in the way that uh, we get the word out there about what the SGPS is more and where students' money is being spent. Um, I want to um, continue with responsible investments, so reinvest our long-term investments. Um, and then thirdly, I want to continue to engage the community, so to collaborate with the various faculties and departments that we're responsible for, um, and to reevaluate our health and dental plan. 
So just a big thank you to everyone who was on last year's executive, who organized the debate, who came out to the debate, who decided to run for all of the positions. And I think the big takeaway message that I have to all of our students is to vote if you get a ballot in your inbox. And if you chose to opt out of the SGPS fee this year, uh, really to go on our website and have a look at all of the services that the SGPS offers that you are eligible to take advantage of and really take advantage of those services. First of all, I would like to thank all the candidates and coming uh, coming up and coming out and representing their their roles and responsibilities and conveying the message to all the graduate students. And especially I would like to thank Jeremy, Matt, Laura and Samantha for taking out their time and coming for the for for our talk for our debate and just to wrap up the thing that as as uh, Courtney mentioned that I would like request all the graduate student uh, use your rights please do vote and and take the like, see the profiles and whomever you you support or whomever you see is a candidate fit for your uh, please do come out and vote in large numbers to to please use your voting rights and thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks to everyone uh, for being here on uh, about 8.30 on a Sunday. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, I would just like to uh, take this time to say that it is important that uh, you recognize that the SGPS can do a lot for you, and it's part of the reason why I'm running. I want to make a meaningful difference, and I want to implement some uh, changes that will last for a long time and will help the students who come uh, for a long time after me, and, and that's the reason why I value this position a lot, and, and I'm taking it very seriously, and, and I'm running for it. So uh, when it's time to vote, please come out and vote, and uh, thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Um, please be sure to vote uh, January 28th and 29th at the at sgps.simplyvoting.com or check your email. Um, thank you. <laughs>